Hi, everyone, and welcome to Season 2 of Ron Benway Talks to Friends and Strangers. Uh, my guest today is Leo DeSanto. Thank you, Leo, for coming out. Good He's to be gonna here. He's going to play the theme song. Here's our theme song. Ron Benway likes to talk. Ron Benway likes to walk. Ron Benway talks to friends and strangers. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite yeah from now <laughs> Since the very beginning, out of 30, 36 episodes, that's my favorite, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we give it a shot. I give it a eh. Some people just go, eh. Because <laughs> it's just eh. Kinda, eh. Like an aggressively eh. Canadian, like, eh. Oh, it is a, you know. aggressively Canadian. That's a funny name, <laughs> funny thing to say. Um, welcome, welcome. Good to be here. We are in Emmigsville, Pennsylvania right now, just outside of York, Pennsylvania. Just want to say that for the people. I just learned something new myself then. What's that? That we're in Emmigsville? That we're in Emmigsville, yeah. <laughs> York is all just kind of a dark miasma to me. Yeah, the right. Thing, you know, yeah, I, don't, I never really know. It's good to be out here. Whether the, I'm coming the, or going on the fringe in Emmigsville. It is. It's it's good to be a on lot the fringe. Of the heart. I try to I try to spend as much time on the fringe as possible. You play music in a lot of places. Yeah, as many um, as possible. You're a busker. Yeah, you like to you like to play on the street and you like to play in on the stage in places. Yeah, you do all these things. All these things. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, and you, but you're based out of Lancaster for the most part. That's right. I, is where I, you are. Yeah, I was born and raised here. For some reason, the place has really stuck to me, or I've stuck to it. And, I, and it's just a really brilliant network of uh, friends and cohorts and you know co-conspirators and such that live around here. But I've traveled very widely, and I and I, I feel I feel happiest and most at peace when I'm traveling around. I was re- I was in Seattle at the time when you came through Seattle about two years ago. Yeah, it was two Something years like ago, that. 2017. Um, yeah. And you were on your way to Alaska. <laughs> yeah. And I really wanted to talk about this whole situation that you were just like going to Alaska with your guitar and <laughs> yeah. your songs to make that happen. How did that work out? Was can you tell everybody about busking in Alaska? Yeah, uh, the busking, the busking, the trip was brilliant, but right. the busking aspect of it didn't work out nearly as well as I'd planned because I kind of uh, neglected to consider uh, to give due weight to the fact that Alaska is. Very much in the Pacific Northwest, and the weather's really unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of the time, I was supposed to be busking and making money. I was I was trying to you know dodge rain, dart out between raindrops and get a couple of songs in and make a few bucks. So I had a few good days um, in Anchorage, particularly. I had a nice sunny day at a farmer's market, and I made really good money there. Um, those all part of the experience, you know. That's those are all things that you learn about right. busking. It's like you consider your location before you go. Because I, uh, a couple of years before that, I had done a three month busking trip across Europe, and it was just brilliant. I was able to play almost every day. Uh, I made good money. I was I, I pretty much supported the trip. You know, I had I had enough money maybe for a few weeks or a month when I left, mm-hmm. but I ended up staying for three months and I pretty much eating and drinking whatever I wanted to and staying in decent places and everything. Um, or staying in a tent by the side of the highway, whatever. <laughs> it's your abundance. But I kind of thought, like, I'll do the same thing with Alaska, uh, not really thinking about the fact that Alaska is like, you know, a monsoony, bear-chawed wilderness out at the end of the world. Right, right. <laughs> Which is a brilliant reason to go there, too. But, uh, yeah, so... As a busking place, I'd, I would caution anyone who's, who's going to do it. It's great when you can get it. I, I, 
I had a really good little stint playing outside of a cannabis shop in uh, called the Stony Moose. Oh wow! In Ketchikan, the Stony Moose. I got somebody gave me a boat to stay on. I really lucked into this. Somebody was, uh -huh. had a boat that was kind of like under repair in the harbor. And Ketchikan's famous for rain, like sideways rain, crazy rain. It gets, I think it has the heaviest rainfall of any place in the U.S. Don't fact check that, but I think it's true. <laughs> no um, fact checking on this podcast. So this, Never. So this woman was none like, "Yeah, you can stay on my friend's boat," and I, I stayed on the boat. And across from the harbor was a cannabis shop. So. That was one of my better, I, I lived there for about a week because it was a week, but this is another thing I'd neglected to research. It was a week until the next ship that could take me off the oh. island. So <laughs> oh, it's kind of marooned on this boat in the harbor and busking at this cannabis shop. And I had some real, real good experiences out there. Uh, so, so it wasn't a total loss in that regard. It's funny busking in, in the UK because you look down at your case and it's all change. Yeah. I, yeah. But it's all big pieces of change. Yeah, it's all twos I, yeah. and three and ones and twos. I had that experience in Europe. I was I was uh I was carrying around like sacks of, of various sized yeah. coins. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Like, I had one of those purple one of those purple velvet bags yeah. that I keep I felt like a pirate walking around with my gold bag of yeah, gold exactly. coins. Yeah, yeah. When you're when you're living out of a backpack, it's not the most convenient way to make your money because you've got an extra ten pounds of change on you. <laughs> But, you know, you're not going to complain when the change comes rolling in either. <laughs> um, I was busking in Vegas, been doing that a little bit lately, the All last right. few years, um, now that it's legal. How is that? Um, it wasn't legal for often. Um, and it's so much change in Vegas. Really? Not that there's slot machines that you put change in anymore, but everybody just, you know, you pay with a 20, you put change your pocket, you pay with a 20. Like, it was a third of the money I made was wow. change. That's unusual. But it was a lot, yeah, yeah, it was like... I'll play in Seattle with only bills, like no change whatsoever. But yeah, it was big piles of guys with change. And I went to the chain, the coin star, and I just poured it in, <laughs> like ate the, ate the 11 cents on the dollar or whatever and just gave up. Not the quarters. Did you have any high rollers or like three pennies. large bills? I did actually get my first uh, gambling chip. I've never gotten a gambling chip. Oh, a gambling chip. chip. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of weird shit too. Which then you have to go into the casino and cash it in and leave with the $5 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my $5, please. <laughs> well, why don't you play us a song? All right. All yeah, right. Sure. Cool. I think. I'll do a I'll do a fairly. Oh, new. you know we didn't even say your name is Leo DeSanto, but yeah. you play under the name of Vinegar Creek Con Constituency. 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 Yeah. I always well, say it wrong. Uh, most people do. <laughs> I actually, I'm a connoisseur of mispronunciations of our band name. We've had so many oh, good yeah. ones: Vinegar Creek Conspiracy, sure. Vintage Freak Conflagration. <laughs> <laughs> Vintage Freak Conservation yeah, Society. Yeah, we did get something like that one. Uh, uh, Shine hit it uh, spot on last night. We didn't yeah, he's, he's had a little practice. He said a bunch. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's great. So uh, Shine has done this podcast. We did, uh, oh, we did cool. an episode of Shine. Yeah. Right, I'll have to listen to that. Uh, hopefully this harmonica doesn't blow out your mic here. Oh, right. I don't know how I it helps. Right. This is a, a fairly new tune off of a, an EP that, that Jeff and I, my mandolin player, just re are about to release. Uh, it'll be out probably next month. Uh, the we, Halloween tapes. The Halloween tapes, yeah. Okay. Recorded all in one night on Halloween night during oh. a thunderstorm. Oh, that's uh, awesome. At uh, Right Coast. Can you hear it in the background? Uh, probably not, because Right Coast is really... I hope so. I, I, ho I hope some of it snuck <laughs> I in. It's not, the story it's not like a completely hermetically sealed building or anything like that, so sometimes some things get in, but it's a, a, a beautiful story studio and this song is on the album it's called uh, the dizziest train awesome. off the rails and over the moon mm -hmm. 
in slings and arrows. Hey, won't you come out tonight? We'll practice casting shadows. Game of letting me down, a game of shoot me in the dark Till the cops come around, find my body in the park I thought I understood the part about love is all that matters But I had an unshakable heart before it shook and shattered We fall in love, but you never hit the ground You can't get up, but you can't stay down And hey, well isn't that the way? Every song I've sung and every wrong I've rung I give my heart on a platter And I do depend if I don't make sense I've lost so much great matter Been busy in this hell bent downhill slide Like the dizziest train that you ever will ride Off the rails and over the moon Come back to the world, I'm gonna miss you soon Hard enough for that seven come eleven. Hey, have I got enough stuff to get me into heaven? Half the time treading water, half pissing in the wind. I'm a shaking in my boots and a shivering in my skin all day. Isn't that the way? For every song I've sung and every wrong I've drunk, I give them my heart on a platter. And I do depend if I don't make sense I've lost so much great matter Been busy in this hell-bent downhill slide Busiest train that you ever will ride Off the rails and over the moon Come back to the world, gonna miss you soon Naked in a wildflower meadow All that anybody ever is Practice casting shadows You do the best you can Whatever shape you're in Try to look surprised If you get to go around again Go around again For every song I've sung And every wrong I've drunk I give my heart on a platter And I do depend If I don't make sense I've lost so much great matter Been busy in this hell-bent downhill slide Busiest train that you ever will ride Off the rails and over the moon Come back to the world, I'm gonna miss you soon Come back, gonna miss you soon Come back, gonna miss you
<laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. That's from the Halloween tape. The Halloween tape. that out? Yeah. See? Should be sometime in January. We made it okay. for. We made it specifically for something because we're going down to the Folk Alliance International Conference in in uh, New Orleans, Ooh, that's and exciting. we're doing a tour around it for a couple of weeks. And we thought Jeff and I, you know, we're part of Vinegar Creek Constituency. He's a five-piece band originally in its full form. But Jeff and I have been touring as a duo for all the reasons that most people can't tour as a full band. You know, the expense right. of it, various family conflicts and stuff. But you know, we're both childless bachelor vagabond ne'er do wills, <laughs> and we we're able to and we want to. So we've been touring as a duo and really kind of working on our act. Uh, and we wanted something that represents. What we what we've uh, you know the sound that we've worked on and the dynamic that we've kind of forged through all these different gigs all over the country together, so uh, we thought going down to this big gathering of music industry professionals, some doors could be open and it would be good to have something that represents our sound as mm -hmm. a duo. So we just went in and recorded it live and you know minimal. Well, if you're gonna go on a tour, you kind of have to have something that's what you're doing yeah i mean right, we, yeah. we always do okay selling the full band albums people are curious about that when they hear us at shows like, i'd like to right, hear what the yeah. full band sounds like but also you know for people who who like that kind of stripped down sound that we have and you know who really want to hear the lyrics and the dynamic between our vocals it'll be nice to have uh, we're very proud of it it came out really really well um, we worked with a guy named bobby gentilo who uh, is a buddy of mine and just a brilliant uh, sound engineer over cool. at right coast recording so, okay yeah yeah, that was something. Like, we we I I don't know if I mentioned we went, JJ and I went to see you last night play uh, in in Harrisburg and right. uh, I really enjoyed like listening to the words. You know what I mean? Like so you can hear your words. You can get what the song's about. You get I appreciate that when people do listen to them because yeah. you know I know for some people lyrics aren't aren't an important part of music and that it blows my mind. That's but I've heard crazy. I've heard it expressed. <laughs> yeah, I heard one one musician friend of mine said something like it was it was incredible to me. He said. He was in the process of like, of like shitting on John Prine, and and I, which <laughs> and he was he said like, well, I don't judge a novel by how singable it is, you know. So why should I judge a song by the lyrics? And I was like, oh, well, geez, wow. if novels had melodies, you might, you know. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's uh, yeah. But I, obviously, my lyrics are a, a large part of what I do. I kind of consider yeah. myself more of a writer of words, almost. I don't, I'm not. I don't have like virtuoso musician skills. I haven't spent years like honing my guitar shredding abilities. You know You're what I do good. is good. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I try. I practice. Don't get me wrong. Right, I practice yes. every day, uh, trying to become a better and more versatile instrumentalist. You know, I've played a million different styles, but I've always kind of considered like storytelling my thing and mm -hmm. you know poetry and that, that kind of thing. So I appreciate it when people. Take note of the of the lyrics. I went to a show. It was a full band show a few weeks ago, and I couldn't understand a word the guy was saying. And I thought, like, just I was just like, you know, this is cool. Sounds good. Yeah, good sonic thing coming off the stage. But like, I wish I knew what this song was about. Yeah, it takes me out of the. It takes me out of the experience really. Because if there if there are lyrics, then you you kind of want to <laughs> know what they are. Something, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're. You know, if you're listening to Herbie Hancock, that's one thing. But you know, like if, well, yeah, if, yeah. if there if there are yeah. lyrics, and and the, the lyrics will, you know, either are are goofy or they, you know, or, or inaudible. It'll really kind of take me out of the song. Mm. You, 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 you know, you're being goofy lyrics. 
What's that? You got a goofy lyric. Well, I, too. I, I, I chose my word carelessly there because I'm actually a huge fan of goofy lyrics. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, that's, just part, that's part of season two is me calling bullshit on people. Yeah, yeah. No, season one was all just. I'm, gl- I'm glad you did because I was like, what word? I'm calling I use? bullshit. I, I was gonna, I was just gonna say bad, but then I just thought like, what is that? Cheesy, like, what, what is a bad lyric? You know, lyric, like, yeah. what is a bad lyric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There are a lot of things that I think I might think are, are like poorly written lyrics, but that resonate with a, a way more people than I've ever. If reached. If the lyric affects a person. And it yeah, is. Exactly. It has a. It has a value. Different I, things I resonate with all of us right. differently. Yeah. So yeah, I, I. That's why I kind of stopped myself and changed to goofy. But in <laughs> fact, I'm a huge fan and proponent of goofiness <laughs> in lyrics. And I do. I always. That's one of the, my favorite compliments is when I see somebody laughing at some of the jokes in my lyrics in the yeah. audience. You know, when I, they catch I know the they're line. Listening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, your last. The last record that Vinegar Creek put out was. Um, uh, Americana Sorta. Americana Sorta. And you yeah. had the song about the fire, my love for you. Oh, our burning, our burning building. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really love that. That one, one actually started out about uh, being about a, a relationship I was in it, where there was a lot of fighting going on, and it turned Shit. into a song about criminals and <laughs> and uh, <laughs> bank robbers and such. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the kind of thing that yeah, happens well, when you get into a song. It it, it, it takes some left oh, turns yeah. on you. It takes you. Yeah, you're, you're like, what? I started this song about this, and now yeah. it's about that, and you you see an angle. Oh, I can go that way with it. Absolutely. Oh. I've always been in awe of people who can just say, well, I wrote this song about the time that I was out on the beach and I saw this beautiful girl and then, you know, it ended up that we went out to dinner and then she had a boyfriend and, and then they play the song and it's exactly about that. I'm like, how did, how did you do that? <laughs> we like, were on the beach. First, first of all, you told the same story twice. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Second, yeah. How once, you? once without a melody and then with one. And then secondly, like, how did, how did you keep, I don't know, like, to me, songwriting is never a one-to-one conversion like that. It's always like, I might make suggestions about what the song is going to be about and it yeah. might end up being about some it might end up being about that or it might end up being about something completely different you know? i've made the mistake from time to time of explaining a song to someone and have them be kind of bummed about it like, yeah yeah what yeah, i yeah. thought it was about this <laughs> what no way i need to point out that we're in jj sheffer's uh house right now we, she's Indeed. our executive producer enjoying for this hospitality episode. and such she's yeah. lovely yeah. and and then she's in the other room um and i know that you're one of her favorite singer songwriters so this is just this is just pure bliss for her. I know exactly. So I just wanted to say thank it's, you to JJ yeah, for me, giving us the place. Thanks, JJ. Yes, and for all that lovely. she did, for all that she does for uh, live music. A lot for live music yeah. in this area. Um, I wanted to talk to you about Yonder Songs. Yeah, is your YouTube show? Yeah, there's four episodes. Is that it? Uh, I believe that's three or four? I think there's three. Okay. Yeah. But there and there's one be, word, yonder, yonder Songs. Yonder Songs. And you, the first episode is in Centralia. Yeah. Can we just a little just a little bit on Centralia, what it is? Or? Right, yeah. Centralia, Pennsylvania is a town that uh, was a coal mining town. And in 1962, a fire in a landfill caught some veins of anthracite coal underground. And the fire has been burning ever since. And it's still burning right it's now. It's still burning. They think it probably will be for hundreds of years It'll to be come. burning when all of us are gone. <laughs> It'll be burning when we're dead. <laughs> Cockroaches will be like, well, this is a nice fire. And speaking of all of us being gone, the town is pretty much gone because a lot of wonky things started happening there, sinkholes opening up. I think the last straw was when a little kid fell into a sinkhole with it and was kind of hanging there suspended. I heard it was very deep and there were flames and smoke oh in the bottom. They got him out safely, but the gas under the gas stations was heating up to dangerous points and everything. So the, the state of Pennsylvania decided that they needed to erase this town, basically. Started buying up all the properties and uh, knocking down all the houses. There's just a bunch of weedy lots and graffiti and, and streets that lead nowhere now. But there are 
seven holdouts. And the roads are just all cracked up. And oh, it's just, like yeah, just... they've been heaved up by the flame, just blackened slag heaps and things. Mm-hmm. It's really a, a trip to walk around out there. So it's, there's it's seven people. Spooky. Right, so, so some people didn't want to leave, and they sued for the right to keep their houses, and, and I think there were eight at the time, and I've heard now there, I've read that now there are seven, but they're not allowed to sell their homes to anyone, and they can't even leave them to anyone when they pass away. <laughs> so nice. once those people are dead, there's going to be no Centralia. There's already no signs. There's there's no sign that says welcome to Centralia anymore. Oh, really? They took their they took their zip code away. It's not even an official town that anymore. That is crazy. Taking someone's take, taking a city's zip code. Yeah, is kind of nuts. So it's weird because usually when you call something a ghost town, you mean like a town that's now empty and maybe inhabited by ghosts. But Centralia is actually like the ghost of a town because it's not even you know you, there's not even anything to see there really anymore. <laughs> it's still uh, burning except a couple houses. Yeah. 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 Um. And so that's the one of your episodes. That was episode. Show. That was episode one, and I got movie. really good feedback okay. about it. I had a, a blast making it. I've been looking for years for kind of like the thing, a thing, I guess, that would wed uh, my various passions for adventure travel writing and uh, music and songwriting. And uh, I would always do like when I'd be out and traveling around Europe or Alaska or Nepal or whatever, I would publish <coughs> blogs. And people would always tell me, like, that's, like, our favorite thing. We sit around with our family and read it. It's oh, wow. so much fun. I got amazing feedback on it. So I thought, man, I, you know, but it's, it's kind of tough to get people to read things these days, too, to reach new people. And I thought it'd be cool if I could somehow get music involved in that. And that's what this series does. I'm excited. It's in the very early stages. But, you know, I go to a place, I, I, usually with my dog, I explore the place, <laughs> you know, and uh, tell the story. Um, in speech and then and then at the end there's usually a story an original story song that was inspired by that place too can you can i request that centralia song yeah absolutely that's okay so so this this song's called letters from centralia because i was really taken with the fact that they took their zip code away i just thought like if you were living in a town it was disappearing around you that's when you really start to feel like you weren't anywhere because you don't even have a postal code anymore you know so they were just kind of subsumed by the next town over as far as their postal code goes. So this is letters from Centralia. And this is only on the video? No, this is actually gonna this? this is actually gonna be on the Halloween oh, tapes okay, as well. Cool. It was That's made for the video and not all the songs from the videos made it on there, only this one. But uh, Jeff and I tried it out and it, it went so well it as worked. a duo song so that we decided to include it. So. Nice. Take this chance to write you I had some business in a town That's got a post office There's so much I've meant to say Ever since you moved away It's been so long You probably have forgotten me I never blamed you much Doing what you did Heard the Commonwealth folks made you a nice offer I'd have sold them my place too If I had brains like you Cause where I am is nowhere now Guess I'm nobody too No train stop Michigan Central Station Nobody wants to swim The Sultan Sea 
and you can't send letters from Centralia, so I guess I won't be writing much, Marie. We were just kids back in 1962, playing Red Rover while the devil bought the place downstairs. I sure had a thing for you, don't think you even knew. Some fires are destined to stay buried. You remember. Valentine's Day one When that Dombowski kid fell down the sinkhole Brought the government around Trying to erase our town But home is home and hell With all that hell below the ground No train stop Michigan Central Station Nobody wants to swim the Salton Sea And you can't send letters from Centralia So I guess I won't be writing much, Marie I don't believe Half as urgent as they said it. I cough sometimes and a cat or two gets barbecued. <laughs> they tore all them houses down and the weeds grew over the ground. To walk the streets you'd never know this used to be our town. Well, Marie. I only thought I'd drop a line I don't think I'll make it back to Ashland for some time Going back from where I came No zip code and no name A ghost inside a ghost town Watching steam rise from the drains No train stop Michigan Central Station Nobody wants to swim the Salton Sea And you can't send letters from Centralia So I guess I won't be writing much, Marie No, I guess I won't be writing much, Marie I love the barbecue cat line. <laughs> That's from a story. I actually took a lot of the the stuff in that song from I read. I found an article that was an interview with uh, some of the people who are there still. Some of those seven people. Okay. And they were telling stories from childhood, and they're like, "Yeah, there, there would just be like a neighbor's cat out on the ground. And then all of a sudden, you just be like a brown spot and <laughs> oh, no cat. <laughs> oh God, <that> <laughs> like sometimes you just find deer sticking out of these smoking holes in the ground, and they're oh, dead, but they're just like weird. half a deer sticking out of the it's ground. Or, smell like it, and the hair. Yeah, and the, oh, it's it's like gosh. literally hell almost. Have you been to the Sultan? <laughs> 
Uh, I haven't been. I yet, love that no. you mentioned the Sultan Sea. <laughs> yeah. It is awful. I'll bet. I, I read I, about and it. There's people that live around it. I, I mean, like, uh, yeah. it just shows you can live anywhere. Some people have a Once tie to where nose. they are for whatever yeah. reason, and that was the that was the rationale given by these people in the interview. Like a lot of the a lot of the dialogue, or a lot, I guess it's a monologue, but a lot of the a lot of the words in the song, a lot of the narration is taken from things those people said. Like I, we don't think it's as bad as the scientists say. You know, it's not too. Right. You know, sometimes you get a call. Oh, the people, the, the seven. Yeah, the, yeah. Some some magazine <laughs> the had, had interviewed. They weren't named in it or anything, but the some magazine had interviewed some of the people, or supposedly had, and these are the things they were saying. You know, mm. um, well, it's home. You know, home is home. It's this is my land. I'm not leaving. It doesn't matter if this is like Hades now, <laughs> right, <laughs> the yeah, kingdom of yeah. Hades, or. In Seattle, there's a, a there's this story. It was years ago. Uh, this old lady owned a house. Um, they came in. Developers came in and said, "We want to put a mall here." Yeah. And she said, "I don't want to sell my house." And <clears throat> and they built the mall around her on either <laughs> side of this house. That's like Dr. Seuss's <clears throat> The Zacks. Have you ever seen yeah, that? Yeah, the totally. they, yeah. They, they refuse to budge and they build the highway. I actually have a tattoo of them. They build the highway around them. <laughs> and I guess the lady in the house got a relationship with the construction workers. They became friends, huh. and she just and it and everybody in Seattle, of course, was like, "Yeah, fuck the system. Hold on to your house. Like, make yeah, them yeah. build around you." But ultimately, it came down, and I heard the story was like the lady just didn't want to move. Yeah, like just want I want this is my house. I want to die in my house. I don't want to move. Uh, deal with it, and it's still there. This is a dumpy house around this big mall. That's great. The Ballard Blocks. Well, I salute her. I think it's a dubious. Uh a dubious win because I wouldn't want to live surrounded by a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds like hell to yeah. me more than yeah. more than the actual <laughs> than literal moving. smoking deer eating ground. I'd I'd rather deal with that I think than the, the. But you know, people are really tied to home. That's why it interested me so much writing that song and and why I'm excited about this project because there are so many stories to be told all over the world. For any one place, you could tell a million stories, right. and there and there. You know, an, an unlimited number of places, more or less. So. Do you uh, do you find yourself studying the song topics, like looking up the history? I did. To, I, I have. You kind yeah, of have to I kind have. of get into it because it's a different kind of songwriting, and that was one of the things that was alluring to me about this project is that oftentimes with songs, I'll sit down with my guitar and force myself to be there and be alone with in my mind and just see kind of see what shows up, mm-hmm. kind of see what the muse drops on the doorstep. That you know? was, was like a, like a cat leaving you your, a mouse your process. or something, you know. Yeah, uh, oftentimes it's just and that. You have the mindset that they're all kind of floating around and the good well, ones go into well, your head. You know, I'm, I'm very much a believer in the, in the muses, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, whether, whether, that's, whether the muse is like some biochemical structure in my mind or whether it's a literal spirit that comes in the window. You know, there are different ways we can talk about it, some more poetic, some more scientific. But it's always been my experience that that's the way it works, is that you have to kind of have this faith and this trust that a certain mm-hmm. thing that you have a connection with is going to deliver and sometimes it's scary like is it is it going to and then once the muse drops the thing there then you might have to like spend days or months like cobbling it together and figuring out what the hell <laughs> it is it up, like, what is this is this an really arm good. is this a leg where's it going you know, like, what, what do i connect to is the shin bone connected to the thigh bone or what here but with this with this project i actually go into it knowing that i have this topic but but I could approach it from any angle, you know. So, like, when I sent down to write the Centralia song, I didn't, I was like, do I just kind of report the facts as a narrator? Mm. Like, Centralia is like this, blah, blah, blah. Somebody's singing about it. And then eventually when I read that line about how they had taken away their zip code, that was kind of my in. I was like, oh, it's a letter. It's a letter being written from somebody who stayed to somebody who left. And uh, 
so that became kind of like the the conceit for that song so that's that's one of the challenges of it is that i have a topic and i have you to found the emotion in it yeah you found the story that's you have to try yeah, yeah so yeah. so you know and some of them some of them i'm sure will be utter uh, calamities but <laughs> but i'm going to keep doing it it'll be we've got some plans for the road the tour uh, jeff and i are going to make some videos on the tour I have oh some, cool some, oh, some you've got locations picked out. Yeah, with, so with we're gonna spend things. at least a few okay. a few days doing that, and uh, I'm excited about the one we're gonna do. Um, so I, I've got a, I'm keeping a book, by the way. So if you or any of your listeners want to suggest topics to me, uh, you can you can just go to leodesanto.com and and uh, use the contact form. I, I really welcome. Like, hey, here's a place you might write about. Oh, it. perfect. I, okay. I think it'd be cool if people people shared things with me that they thought would make good stories and I could So you're compiling out. all this in a book that you're going to put out? or that uh, No, be... no, I just have like a list. Oh, just of, like a list, know, of, a list of, tracks, of topics because to I, I want to keep them coming fairly steadily. Right. I haven't done one this month um, just because my gig schedule around home was so so busy that I, I didn't, haven't had time. It, I mean, each one takes me dozens of hours of work, you know, like yeah. a couple of yeah. dozen hours between taking and editing all the footage to composing the song to recording the song to, you know, just everything about it. It's it's a time-consuming... And I don't want to half-ass it, really. I don't want to make... Right. Yeah, I want to do the best I can. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very uh, <laughs> special of you. That's very lovely. Well, so there are people making millions of dollars on YouTube for you just like, have as you know, turning yeah, on no, their phone and making doing makeup reviews and I stuff. I just don't and understand. More it. power to them. I mean, if that's the modern economy, I want a piece of that loot for sure. <laughs> you know, I want to. I want a piece of that YouTube pie. But like, I have different ideas about how. You know, I'm going to try to find some little like shorties I can do in between so that right. content is constantly. You need a regular. Out. Yeah, I yeah. took a, I took a few months off and it did nothing for me yeah, yeah. you need a regular flow of content yeah so and- i'm gonna try to backlog some episodes i'm gonna start doing booking oh, tours for myself yeah. around that you know so like i'll travel somewhere i bought a big old chevy van this year that's what i arrived in tonight and mm. and uh ripped the back seats out and built a bed in it and stuff so oh gonna, wow gonna, that's gonna be the yonder songs mobile i'm really getting dangerously close to being like to like copyright infringement on, on scooby-doo van, van no scooby-doo chevy, because chevy i'd travel around with a, br- a goofy brown dog in a big old oh, right, mystery yeah. van and, and and like chase <laughs> so one of the episodes was literally a monster chasing episode so it's like am i am i gonna get sued by scooby-doo here <laughs> like i I, don't know. I was like, I'm not that high in any, any episode. You know, like, Just no mention of snacks. I'm only kind of high. DeSanto snacks. My no dog is actually... DeSanto snacks. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, was like, I was only a little bit high during that episode. Um, well, this is lovely. Why don't you give us another song? All right, sure. Let's Thanks see. for this. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do another newer one because I've got another project on the burner that kind of took a backseat when Yonder songs and uh, Halloween tapes came along because I can only do so many things. Oh uh, my no! Time, my Stop time, it. my time management, things. my time management skills are poor enough that. Uh, but anyway, I'm working on what will be my next solo album, like with a full electric kind of band setup, you know, kind of a rock, country, you know. Oh wow! Album. Um, and this is one of the songs that's kind of on the docket for that so far. Okay. Uh, this is a song I wrote when I woke, I woke up from a dream. I'd been dreaming about a girl, and it was a romantic dream, not a sex dream. It wasn't like a porn dream. But uh, <laughs> there was a girl, and I think we were dancing in the dream. Oh. And uh, I woke up, and I, it was not somebody I actually knew, and 
probably not someone who even existed, just kind of like a faceless person. But I right. felt this deep sense of loss, like I'd lost someone I loved. And, and uh, I thought, well, isn't that interesting that all of that exists in our minds, even when we're sleeping, like we can feel this for somebody who may not even exist. So I woke up and kind of wrote a love song for this dream girl. It's called We Haven't Yet. You are just something. <laughs> Must be a dream How there's music playing in the hall Strange but familiar Like the songs you hear in dreams Makes the dancers drift and spin The way that snowflakes fall You and me hang by the sidelines planting flowers on the wall I have no memory of your hair or what you wear and I can't recall the color of your eyes I don't even know your name I come back to Someday, should you find me on the waking side of some other sunrise? Come on, strong like a sad old song I'll never quite forget. Don't know how, but I feel it now. I don't believe we've met, we haven't yet. We haven't yet He who lieth down with dogs Rises up in dreams As the constellations dance across the sky Me, I'm no dancer But I might go along with you all night Till the birds outside my window Sing my head back to my pillow Come on strong like a sad old song I'll never quite forget Don't know how but I want you now I don't believe we've met We haven't yet we haven't yet We haven't yet We haven't yet in love I never did much right Tore up most all of my nights Panic-stricken howling at the moon These days I sleep more than I did When I was 
strung out here So I'll probably dream you, darling See you soon, darling, soon Come on strong like a sad old song I'll never quite forget Don't know how but I want you now I don't believe we've met We haven't yet We haven't yet We haven't yet You are a songsmith, my friend. Thank you, sir. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. It means a lot. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to suggest that people go to your Instagram page. Um, it's just Leo DeSanto, right? Uh, this is Leo. Oh, this is Leo DeSanto. Yeah, okay. somebody else already had it. Um, oh wow! Oh. Gonna, one day we'll either have to fight or merge into like an ultra megazoid <laughs> warrior, but. For now, this is Leo DeSanto. Yeah, that's a, um, a really good way to keep up with my travels and various doings. You did a thing with um, with um, uh, contortionists, not contortionists, but um, acrobats. Acrobats. Yeah, acrobats. they're from the Thank circus. Those are my friends from the Circus School of Lancaster, a really okay. cool organization. I met them uh, when we made a Marikinda Sorta album, and uh, one of my friends. Oh, they're from the album cover. Yeah, a okay. friend of mine who's a brilliant photographer, uh, Michelle Johnson. I asked her, I was like, hey, she's like, what do you want to do for the cover? I was like, can you get me like circus freaks? And she said, well, they're not freaks, but I can get you circus people. I, said, I was like, do they have flippers? And stuff? Respect, she she was like, no, actually, they're all really pretty attractive. But you know, I was like, all right, fine. And they and they and they came and did a great job on the cover, and we've uh, become friends, and we've started uh, uh, busking together. Uh, so, uh, these, like, I couldn't believe it. Like, you're sitting on their feet and you're yeah, in the air. They're, 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 uh, while you're playing Christmas Their physical carols. control is really <laughs> exquisite. And they, uh, they hoisted me up. We're actually working on some new postures, too. <laughs> but circus, circus Christmas busking seemed like a new angle on the thing, you know? <laughs> I like that. I was talking to you last night. You're like, oh, yeah, we're working that into a thing. Oh, like, yeah. We're, totally. we're working you on know, that. It That's seems something. like, uh, I don't, I've seen a lot of buskers around the world and, uh, I've seen some people doing some pretty, spectacular and terrifying things but I, I've, I've never seen that yeah no so I figure it, it might really... be might be cool because they already were into busking you know they they would go out and do their thing just these amazing acrobatic feats where they're you know flinging each other around and you know bending over backwards and stuff and I and I go out and do my thing and I'm I'm, I'm another guy with a guitar you know you've got to try to differentiate yourself right, however yeah. you can you, you know, just basically you, need a place to sit you know how that goes <laughs> so yeah they, they oh yeah uh, we did. We did one where I was. There was one where I was. I was sitting on uh, the one girl's feet, and the other girl was on her hands. So this this <laughs> small girl was small but mighty young girl was balancing uh, one person on her feet and one person on her hands, and me threw it out an entire song. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. No, I was floored. <laughs> More I was, on their part than on mine. Guy. But I think I'm going to have to invest in like a baritone ukulele or some smaller instrument. Oh right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, hopefully and, more um, of that. Hopefully more of that in the and future. And JJ tells me you're a big enthusiast of the Bigfoot or the Yeti or the. Uh, I'm a, I'm fascinated fan. by like crypto creatures for sure. She was telling me about there's a local smaller. Yeah, that's episode three of Yonder. Songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Apple called, stealing. It's called uh, it's called the Albert Witch, and they ha- <laughs> and uh, I talked to a paranormal investigator. We did a song in the the woods where it supposedly originated. Me and oh, my wow. bandmates Jeff and Mike from Vinegar Creek. We did a did my song Little Bigfoot, and. Uh, 
Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting legend. I think I'm going to do I think there'll be a lot more of that kind of thing. So I'm always fascinated by places that have kind of their own local monster, you know, like right. Lake Champlain yeah. has Champ. I wrote a poem about him one time when I was up. There. Oh, that's like the Loch the Loch Ness like monster. Like the Loch Ness right? monster of yeah. Lake of Lake Champ. So like the Loch Ness monster only way higher probably, you know, like way more <laughs> stony. And uh Jersey Devil and the Pine Barrens is on my list too. Oh, Shane yeah. Spiel has a song about the Jersey Devil. Does he really? Devil. Yeah. Cool. Maybe I'll have to, yeah. maybe I'll have to get his song in the, play that one in the episode too. That'd be cool. Yeah. 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 Cool. My dad introduced us to that myth when we were. So yeah, I'm a cryptozoology enthusiast. Although I don't, I don't much know whether I believe these things exist. But I, I try to keep my mind as open as possible to to different stories because. There's there's something interesting and powerful about a story that affects our lives, whether it's true in the literal sense that we usually think of things as being true. Or f- I'm not sure I even know the difference anymore, to be honest with you, <laughs> between truth and fiction. It's like because it, you know they, they Shakespeare has influenced people for hundreds of years, and are, are the stories true? Well, they're truer than what I ate for lunch today. Because <laughs> if if truth is well, are is the power of it, they, you know, yeah. yeah. It's crazy how many words that we use still today came from Shakespeare. He really like reinvented he the language. So many yeah, words. It's, uh, yeah, there's there are lists that you can look up of of all the different phrases and idioms that came from Shakespeare, and it's just astonishing. I mean, really, one of the most influential artists that's ever been, mm. even more than people think. <laughs> I want to ask one more song from you. You got a short one? A short little one. one? Let's see here, a little song. Short song. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Or a long one. It doesn't really matter. We don't have rules here. I'm gonna try a song. I just hungry from in the other room. I'd yeah. like to also like to thank Shine Delphi who walked in the room and saw what we were doing and didn't say anything. He, he was smooth about <laughs> he it. He was very. He smooth. was crafty about it when he came in. Uh, <laughs> he came. He came creeping in like a cat burglar. He was. People smooth. are always comparing Shine to to cats in various ways. You know, <laughs> there's a lot of different. I, I, I hope you get that laugh on the track. There's no way that it's not on there. He's right? just James Bond in my head from now on. Yeah. Super smooth. Now that I think of Shine, I just think of reptile abuse. <laughs> 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 Which, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, look, look up Ron video. Benway's Shine Delphi video that came out today, and you'll you'll see. Take back the wheel. If you don't look it up, I can't be held responsible for what your <laughs> life is going to be like. Uh, this is a this is the final song from the. Vinegar Creek's last full band album, oh, uh, which cool. is called Americana Sorta, which is a word that I made up to answer the question, what style of music do you play? What genre are you? And say, uh, Americana Sorta. <laughs> anyway, this is a song called Strange Bird. And I'm almost sure to fuck it up because I haven't played it in a while. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I can't see the strings kind of caught in the capo. But... Autumn leave me lonesome 
Would you fly this way again? Well, I loved you in the summer And I lost you in the fall Across the mountainside in winter Like a shadow across the wall Where the starlight through the snow down was so blinding I could barely see it all What's the news from California, pretty bird? Here it's fine this time of year They're picking fruit and combing beaches Well, at least that's what I hear So cold in Pennsylvania Will I see you When the weather's free and clear Alcatraz comes from an old Spanish word For strange birds it's true Yes, Alcatraz comes from an old Spanish word Strange birds, it's true Maybe someday on some broken shore Someone will name a prison after you <laughs> You're a strange bird for certain From where do you come, my friend? Yes, you're a strange bird for certain From where do you come, my friend? If the solemn birds of autumn leave me lonesome Would you fly this way again? Thank you, Leo DeSanto, for joining me today. Thank you, Mr. Benway. A pleasure. Been a, been a pleasure. Uh, if you can, support this fine artist and all his uh, all his goofy endeavors. <laughs> They're only going to get goofier. There you go. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, we got 34 more episodes of this second season. I'm going to start making them again. Thanks for listening. Share them with your friends if you want. Thank you again, Leo. Thank you. Rock and roll.